Thank God. Ma'am, I figured out I've just been doing this wrong. Why? Because I click what you've sent me and then I click onto the app. It doesn't work, so I delete the app and then go again. But all I have to do is just not delete the app and click the button again. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> that was uh, right. technical you error. Get a pass. I'll give you a pass. You, you get a pass. Thanks, brother. I'm not going to comment. Thanks, bro. Well, you ready? I'm ready. Welcome back to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. Nay, the solar system. Nay, the galaxy. Nay, the entire universe. Nay, just I don't know why I keep saying nay, nay, nay. But Liam, the goat Kilpatrick, how are you, my good sir? Brother, I'm here. I survived another day in the trenches. Was it fun? No. What do you mean? Let's, but, how can how could you possibly say that about the greatest industry on the planet? Oh, today to me it's not the greatest. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm here. I'm here, and I'm I'm alive. That's all I can t- say from today. Well, I mean, being alive is certainly something. Um, is it worse than not being alive? No comment. <laughs> let's, let's not go down that path. Well, Byron, how are you? Um, all right. So Matt, this, this might tie in with the theme of this podcast, I suppose. Um, I am okay. I'm good. But I think I've had – it's a shame that – well, it's not really a shame. It's good that we're sort of doing this midweek because it is Tuesday. It is 7.44 on a Tuesday night. I am sitting in front of my home computer looking at work that I've been doing for the last hour um, and will probably continue to do until bedtime. But that's because I love my job. And it's Tuesday. Um, that's mm. how I am. Mm. No, well, look, that's all we can ask for. I suppose I couldn't think of anything worse than doing anything related with real estate apart from this podcast, Byron, which, as we've said before, is the greatest podcast on the planet. But we did uh, have a little technical error on Saturday, um, thanks to Byron. Um... (laughs) Was it really thanks to me? I don't know. So we are recording our weekly podcast tonight. Yes. Now, I already have a week of recaps just in oh. today's day, Byron. Well, perfect. You're going first then. Okay. Well, last week is pretty much a write-off because I can't remember it, but <laughs> um, I don't think much happened. I'll be real with you. I think Friday I hit a wall. Yes, I remember that. And I'm back. I'm back against the wall, Byron. It's got me again. Um, the wall keeps getting me. Wait, does the wall get you or are you moving to the wall? Which one is it? Maybe I'm moving to the wall. I don't know what it is, but I, there's a guy called Bradley Stubbs, Byron. Okay. And he's like a coach whisperer. He's like a mindset dude and he believes in, is, is the science of belief is his book and <laughs> Me and the boys have met him once and he came into our office and this dude, he coached 
Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach, to win two premierships. Okay. Back to back. And they wanted to win three, but on the third year, the half the team got injured. Anyway, this guy works with the Wallabies coach, the Roosters coach. He talked a guy out of a coma like this guy. He talked him out of a coma? He's the most, yeah, literally, you have to listen to the story, but you, you, you need to look him up because it sounds like mumbo jumbo. But seriously, this dude, I'm telling you right now, is actually insane. So we met him and he's pretty much got this mindset of expect to win is what they call it, is what he calls it. Mm-hmm. And you got to kind of look him up. I can't really talk about him too much because I could go on forever. But we should get him he, on the podcast. Oh, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he did a podcast wow. for the first time in three and a half years. He doesn't like to be interviewed. He interviews you before you get to interview him. Wow. Dude, you need to, if, whoever's listening, look him up. He's the most full-on dude ever, but it's called the science of belief. And basically he gets India. He's coached real estate agents. He coached a guy from, oh, I don't know, maybe 10 sales a year into 2 million GCI or something in a year or two. Okay. So this guy's actually like pretty full on. And um, anyway, we were listening to his podcast yesterday and we got real pumped up. <laughs> and he's got this thing where he says, done, done, done. It's his way of sealing it off to the universe and sending it out there. And he's expecting to get all these things back. And, me and Kirby were real pumped this morning after listening to him, and we're, I'm just pumped, pumped, pumped. I'm just going, no, I'm unstoppable. Um, and Tom? I believed I was unstoppable, but am I? No. Well, you didn't stop. Um, so technically, you are unstoppable. Well, you're right. So, yeah, basically, I jumped on the phones this morning, and I thought, all right, I'm going to snag something here. So I did a shit ton of calls this morning, got nothing, then thought, let's hit the doors. You and me had our air of power where we both decided to not touch the phone or anything for an hour. First one to come back with an appraisal or something like that wins. <laughs> yep. um, we both came back fucking empty-handed. Um, you had, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your recap will, uh, you'll tell your side of it. But, um, I'll cover it, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, had a tenant rip my head off um, when it had nothing to do with me. Um, and... Oh, I had a few people just really unfriendly today. It really got to me. And then I checked the community forum in Illinois. And basically, a lot of people put stuff in them forums when they're leading up to selling, but they don't always say that they're selling. And this lady said, I'm doing a big spring clean, blah, blah, blah. She needed a clean or something. And I've called Logic, gone, yep, she lives in Illinois. I reckon she's selling. So I've door knocked her. She goes, I go, oh, hey, it's Liam from Belvedere. We noticed you guys have been doing a couple of things around the house. Any thoughts of selling? She goes, yep. And we've got our agent and we've signed. Thanks. And just turn around and storm off. And after the day I had, that was just the nail in the coffin. And then a buyer on a property that I've been, that we've been really trying hard to sell was meant to come look at it Thursday, decided that she didn't want to anymore. And then I got real frustrated about that (laughs) and yeah it was just a long day that kept never never ended well and it's still going actually but that's a whole that's a whole week's recap for one day you are not wrong yeah yeah and there was a bit more in there that i think i've forgotten but there was a few things that set me off today that really frustrated me but um but yeah i think coming from this morning going expect to win let's fucking kill it 
and then to where I am now, I'm no further along oh. than where I was this morning because the calendars have been pretty jam packed. Like we didn't have much time to do much to- yesterday. We was pretty jam packed, and so is tomorrow and the next day. So I went. Today's my day of just full prospecting. Let's go hammer and tong, and it hurt. It stung, and but that's one day in real estate. Yep, don't worry about the other six that you're <laughs> about, or the other 600 that you've had. Yep. Oh, brother. That was the day today. So I was feeling pretty deflated. But again, although I got a shit ton of no's, <clears throat> I went home buggered and I went, no, nah, you, you know, I had a crack today. I tried. Like I, I put in mm-hmm. some effort. I talked to 40, 40 plus people today, I reckon, not just sellers or prospecting calls, but all up. Yep. So <clears throat> that was my day. Uh, do you want to score just your day then? Score the day. Productivity. <clears throat> what's going on in the voice? Productivity would be at a high, to be honest. I've got quite a bit done. Probably an eight or a nine. Energy. Oh, look, I'm, my, I'm up there. I know that I... Hold on, just like... quickly, just to give you a little bit of a boost. <clears throat> um. Whatever story you put up on prospecting to prospected, it is going off on my phone. Yes, I'm getting that too. I don't know if my phone's glitching or what, but it keeps notifying me. Yeah, so maybe you've got a really good story. Well done. Thanks, mate. Well, the story didn't have as much context as it should have, so I watched it again and went, nah, you know what, fuck it. We barely post on that. We need to up it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a, it was I'm so bad at posting on that. Sorry. Now, Matt, back to your energy. Energy. To be honest, after the day I had, I know that it can't. Oh, I don't want to say that. It can't get too much shitter than today. So, energy is probably a six or a seven. I've noticed that when you're at the slums, it gets better. So, let's go an eight or something. Seven or an eight. Let's do that. Okay. Oh, Liam, you need a hug, buddy. <laughs> man, man, it's been a brutal day, but I can't oh. even remember yesterday so much has happened today. But yeah, that's my two day recap. That's how it gets, hey. Or do you have a public holiday Friday? Excuse me? Suck no. shit, Gold Coast show day, motherfucker. Yeah, so we had Ecker. Oh, no, don't worry about Ecker. I had a hungover day that day. Oh, uh, no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you had two public holidays. You should have to work that one. Pay respect. No, I'm too, I've got too much going on, brother. I've got to, you know, I've got to, I've got to pause the mind every now and then. That is true. That is very, very true. Well, anyway, your I... recap. Um, well, I'm going to go down the same vein as you because last week is in the past already. And, Mm. um, as I said, it'll tie in, I guess, with the theme a little bit and so will today and your day. But, um, so yeah, like you said, our power that happened in the middle of the day, started off some door knocks early, um, then had some more door knocks. Then we did our power of hour. Then I went back to the office, made some calls. Um, after that, I went and tried to... Well, not try. I followed up with a, an appraisal that I booked and marched my way in and sort of took the lead on for a change, which was nice. Mm. Um, dropped them off something uh, and then went and tried to chase this guy who I found. And you know when those the, the little spidey senses tingle and you go, oh, they're already talking to another agent. Um, mm. Like, so how do, you, how do you try and get in front of that? Well, essentially, we had a bit of a game plan. I went and took some stuff over. I was just like, listen, you know, I can imagine you're probably talking to Jared because there was literally a signboard out front of the complex. And he goes, yeah, 
And I'm like, look, I understand that, you know, he's there, but I want you to take this. This is all the stuff that we've done. We have a huge amount of success in this space. And then with the property that you've got, this is exactly what we deal with and we do really well. And so I want you to have these. There's nothing in there about commission and marketing because in all reality, I want to, like, we want to sit down with you and come up with a tailor-made plan for what you need to get the best outcome. He's like, yep, look, I'm giving him a week to bring his buyers through, you know, off market. I was like, no, the hard thing about off market is that unless they just missed out, they're probably not even inclined to pay you the best price. Like, cause they've already got something in mind and yes, you can get pushed a little bit more, but no reality, the chance that it actually comes off. And he's like, yeah, I already know. It's like, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Um, so once, once he's had his week, uh, I'll, I'll give you a call. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll ring you and we'll touch base and we'll go from there. So, I mean, hopefully the sale doesn't go through for our benefit, but it, it was just actually, regardless of whatever I said, it was, it's cool. And I think I said this to you on the car, the guy that used to talk on this podcast six months ago, he's gone. He doesn't like, exist. He does not exist. There is no idealistic, like all rainbows and sunshines. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like a fucking, I'm turning into that dog, dude. And it's, I kind of like it mm. because it's still, it's still very personable. And it, I haven't been rude to anybody, but I'm like, listen, mate, if you want the best, you actually have to deal with the best. And I know we're the best. And I now back it up with what I say as well, which is a kind of a cool transition, a good feeling. But um, yeah, after that, I, I missed out the best part of my door knocks today. So not <laughs> the best spray of abuse I've ever had in my life. Mm, I like um, that. Yes. So he was very not happy and it was cool watching him just escalate from like the initial, he just started going on this tirade about agents and how we're all the scum of the earth and we're parasites and he's going to get a court order to keep us off his property. And, and then he might just call the police to get me removed. And I was like, and I made a very big point of saying, mate, have a fantastic day. I hope you have a fantastic day. And he's like, yeah, you have a fantastic day too, you bitch. And as I was walking away, I was like, bro, I am so uh, like, if I had anger issues, all right, I would have turned around. I would have smacked this guy square in the face. Hey, I, I don't I'll say that openly. You ever disrespect me like that in my own space? I promise you it'll be, it, we'll be having words. The worst the part best. is though, mm. is that he could have said whatever he wanted to say to you, done whatever he wanted. But you say one wrong fucking thing mm-hmm. and you're the one in trouble. Your oh, neighbors yeah. know about it. Everyone in the suburb, like it's yep. just bullshit. Yep. That's again, that's why you remain the ultimate professional. You smile, you cop it on the chin and you really try not to let it play into your mind. But I'm like, oh, someday I might just go back there in a polo shirt one day and just be like, hey, bro, how you going? <laughs> No shirt, no shirt. I, I mean, I'll go in no shirt. I, I've got no issues with uh, showing off the rig. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, that the other one was like this lady. So whenever I door knock people, a lot, you know how a lot of people have cameras. Mm. I always leave them like a sorry I missed you card with my face on it, which sounds silly, but that way they know who I actually am and don't get because if someone's casing your joint like a robber. I mean, that, this is generally how they go and do it. Like, they check if you're home, they have a look at the weak spots, all that sort of stuff. I want to give people peace of mind that I'm not a robber, which sounds silly, but if someone came to my door, I would want to know who it is. You so seem I, to know a fair bit 
about what a robber would do if you're not a robber? Uh, I well, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny what mm. you're implying there. But, uh, sus there. No, nah, nothing sus. So I'm just saying. Um, but worried. yeah, she. This woman saw me put into her letterbox and just started like, and I knew straight away that it was going to be a problem. She's just like, can you stop putting things in my letterbox? And I, I basically said to her, listen, I do this so you know who's been at your door, right? I'm sorry that I've upset you, but I think, you know, most people appreciate the fact that they know who's actually come. <clears throat> She's like, look, I'm just sick of you real estate agents. All right. Stop putting stuff in my letterbox. It's like, this is the last time I'll ever be at your place. Don't worry. Have a good day. Bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you just, you just go on about your day. But the Boring. point is, like, shit happens. What? What constitutes as junk mail? Because some people love real estate stuff. Mm. Are we junk mail? Well, I don't even, I actually don't know. I mean, maybe it's, you know, not a posted letter, in which case nothing should go in any letterbox at all apart from the letters that are addressed to them from, like, their bank or something. Mm. Yeah. I, I cut you off very there. Very grey area. As if you're supposed to No, no, that. it's good. <laughs> well, I've looked it up a few times. If it's addressed to the people, I, I don't even think it can qualify. I, I don't know. It's really... I don't know. It's not like anybody pays attention to those things. Honestly, how many... I, I do, though. I'm not going to lie. I do not put stuff in people's when it says no junk, and I probably miss so much because of that. Now, where's your energy and your um, productivity at? Because I had I had something to add there, but I'll ask you this first and then ask you again. Yeah, good question, good questions. Um, productivity, like in terms of actual numbers, I'm, I only got, I think it was five appraisals this week. I'm only up to one for Tuesday so far. Um, which is a bit disappointing, but like actual work done, I really shouldn't fault myself. I, I mean, I, I, I've been pushing pretty hard. I'm going to say like an eight because I still can't get away from that number. But as for energy, this is the one that's changing, Liam. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I probably said two or three or whatever for the last couple of weeks. I'm making a considered effort to what is it what would Steinway say like you know change your energy levels or match your vibrations to what you get in the zone frequency yeah whatever like I am trying to make a concerted effort to operate at a different level so that it 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 ekes into the rest of of my stuff because otherwise I'm just going to keep going down this rabbit hole of feeling like shit and uh that's not good for anybody. So how do you I I am yet to figure out how to keep your energy high because like last I do remember last week actually while I was so deflated on the Friday. <clears throat> and it was because I missed two listings. Yeah. And that was Thursday. And then Friday came around. It was a pretty similar day to today where I went pretty hard and came out with nothing. And then Saturday did opens. And then yesterday did Pretty. Oh, I had a. We did a few private inspections, so not too much prospecting. But then today, I feel like every day that I go hard prospecting, I am just coming up empty. Or I'll find a seller that's three six months away. I find somebody selling that's talking to another agent. I find somebody selling that, you know, 
Mm. How do you keep the energy so high all the time? Uh, well, again, I think it's – I don't even know if it's about high. I think it's trying to minimize the, the ups and downs more than anything. But, it, mm. like, I keep saying, like, I've been, I've been telling myself that it's okay and then to, like, keep just stepping forward and it's going to be all right. And, you know, if I keep thinking it's going to be all right, eventually it will be all right. Um, and just trying to keep that it is, it's that self-talk instead of it being on the, on the bad side, I'm at least trying to neutralize it. No, it doesn't have to be all the happy go lucky bullshit and be like, Oh yeah, man, I'm fucking pumped all the time. Yeah, let's do it. Like <laughs> that. Cause that just feels forced and fake even in my own head. Whereas if I can mm. get to a point and go, you know what? It's okay. It's all right. You know, it's not perfect, but. It is what it is, and we're still kicking. Like, we're still going. Stuff will happen in time. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep smiling. Keep calling. It's, it's got to – something's got to give eventually. I don't know how other people feel, but I feel lately – Peter Hanscom, our CEO, did say at our awards tonight that what took 20 phone calls now takes 50. And yep. at the time, I went, oh, yeah. But now I'm like, nah, you're right, which is what I find really funny because – Reese is getting so many call-ins and so many people selling and stuff, but my prospecting is kind of dropping off a little with like success rate. Like the success rate for me is just dropping, mm-hmm. but yep. Reese is, and there's so much stock on the market and Reese is also getting so many phone calls and I'm like, where am I going wrong? And then you look at yourself and you go, is it me? Yeah. Like, is it me? But then you go, I've been using, I've been saying all of this stuff all along and there's been times where, four or five of the listings on the board have been like ones that I've helped get. So you're like, surely I'm not saying or doing the wrong things. Like yep. what, what's going wrong? Nah. And I didn't even, I don't think it is a, a case of something going wrong. I think you're, I think you are right in terms of it's, and what Peter said, it is a case of more, more is required and people turn to what they know during times of uncertainty. And I don't think we're under any illusion. People don't know what's going to happen. Like people don't have as much confidence as they did four months ago. Mm. Right. That That's why they're not just throwing money at houses. It's why when people are thinking about selling, it's a bit more of a, Oh, I don't know anymore. Like, can I, can I actually afford to buy the next place? And that sort of deal. And when times are uncertain, it, it'll be the people who have demonstrated their ability to navigate it in the past. Like in my area, there's a, there's people who, and well, there's two that lead the charge in the, the suburb, right? And that's because they've got a brand that's been in that area, one of them mm-hmm. for like 25 years and the other one for like 40 years. So they already had good market share and good names, but now it's even harder to actually get in the door against those people because they've already, a lot of people have already decided before I've even knocked on their door. So it's like, yeah, okay, you just have yeah, to keep plugging. It is. Well, I go back to a door knocked a guy once and he was um, on the market with an agent for a little while and he ended up coming to one of our open homes and Reese kind of said, oh, what happened with your, um, your sale? And the guy goes, the market was so hot at the time that I bought off this agent and she basically told me that I had to sell with her as well. Yeah. And he goes, the market was so hot and crazy that I kind of didn't really think that I needed to be specific on what agent I picked. Like I thought anyone could get the property sold. Yeah. And that was his mindset then. So what I'm kind of thinking now is that people are probably like, yeah, right. Well, it is actually hard, not hard, but it is challenging now to sell a property. So they probably are turning to like the Reese's 
and the established agents in the area and although that we work for the established agents we're not established names yet that's the problem no yeah that could be it i just i just yeah i find i have not been on like not to be fair i did talk to two people this morning that do want an appraisal and i think are selling and they wanted me to call them next like go around there next week but from the cold shit I'm finding it so difficult at the moment. Like literally, I think, I don't. I think I've been actually going oh, pretty hard over the last seven days, and I'm really coming up with nothing. And it makes it you know what really you know what the other thing Connor, we we talked about this this morning as well. Because um, you said the story with Reese's old was a boss or oh yeah, like you just need to like you still go hard and you do the calls, but you like you relax. Like just relax, let it happen. So if you make 70 calls in a day or 100 calls in a day and you get 50 no's, well, you know what? Fuck it. You're right. And although I think I said it before, even though I came home empty-handed, I still went, you went and had a fucking crack. And I hit a point today where I stood up and went, fuck this. And then I went, this is where the 99% of people give up. Yeah. So this is where you need to stay, like just sit back down and keep going. And I kept going and going and going. I still came back up empty-handed, found that person that might be selling that was a bit of a lead, so I went out and hit that. And then after that, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> but, but and then remember today, we are both 12 o'clock, we are both over it. We got out of the car and we went, this is where people that aren't keen, aren't hungry, aren't interested – Go fuck this, go back to the office and send some emails. But we got out of the car and door knocked for an hour straight. Yep. So, and we got, got a pay off. Results. I got told to F off basically, and you got nothing. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's beside the point. Oh, but no, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, a challenging market. So, that, that well, not even that, it's a challenging industry. Like, forget yeah. the market for a second. And if you're listening to this and you're having, and I'm, I'm not even going to say if, you're probably having the same sort of questions, maybe not today, but maybe next week, maybe last week. You know, if you really genuinely want to do this, as we're finding out right now in like live, you just, you keep going when no one else wants to, because that's what's going to make the difference in the long run. Like we're going to, tomorrow yeah. we'll still both get up. We'll still both go to our jobs. We'll still both sit in the car for five minutes going, God, I really don't want to get out of the car. Liam, help me. Give me the strength to do what I need to do. And then I'll get out and I'll go knock another 50 doors. Man. And that's the thing. Every day I go, I'm quitting. I give up. <laughs> and then I go, I get up the next day and have a crack. And it's funny because a million things can go wrong and a million things, you can get a million no's, but. You get one yes, one listing, one even listing presentation, and you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> oh, I'm the best. But that's what I need to work on now. It's just like, well, from what you said before, Byron, with that story, is basically Reese had, I think it was his older boss, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was a bloke that had been in the industry for about 25 years at the time. And he would watch Reese and me and Reese are very similar with we're impatient. We're very results driven. We're not long game people where, you know, we need the now sellers. And Reese was, uh, apparently he used to get really frustrated and anxious and annoyed that people were just taking their time and he didn't know what was going on. And the guy would literally stand there and laugh at Reese 
And Reese would just be like, what? And the guy said, the moment you slow down in this industry, enjoy it and stop worrying about everything is where all of a sudden it clicks and it starts actually working out. And Reese is now laughing at me and watching me just going, just chill out a bit, man. It'll, it'll work out. And you had a realisation. Which one? Um, remember what I told you that and then you told me something? Yeah, this morning. But I don't remember exactly. I, I think it was sort of what I was uh, in line with that in terms of, oh, uh, was it because of the appraisal that I ended up doing? No. What was the townhouse it? or the unit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool, actually. Yeah. So we're sitting there and I, I've been thinking, oh, I haven't brought anything to the table. We had a normal meeting in the morning. And then within about 20 minutes after that meeting, and this, this client was mentioned in that meeting as well because we always go through what's in the pipe. And um, <laughs> within 20 minutes of that, Elliot goes, oh, I got an email. Do you want me to read it to you? I was like, mm, yes. And he reads it out and they're like, essentially, I'll boil it down to um, brass tacks. But they're like, we're listing with you. We're ready. I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right. That's good. But it's... Uh, I, yeah, it just sometimes it happens. And that's after I think on maybe it was like Saturday night or something. I decided, you know what? Just chill, right? at least at the very least try and curb the negativity like try and curb that negative rhetoric that plays over and over in your head and then you know what don't worry about all the rest of the stuff whether it's at work outside work whatever let's just chill put out some positivity some good energy out into the universe whether you believe in the woo-woo stuff or not just i don't know help other people a little and um see what happens I know I haven't been in the industry all that long, like a year and a half nearly, but like I have started to notice that like anything can happen at any moment. Like you could be having the shittest day. You can get 50 no's. You've missed a listing, blah, 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 something like that. Next phone call you make, either it's a pipeline or a cold call, you could be over in that house in the afternoon signing a Form 6. Like... Or you could sell a property that you haven't been able to sell. You know, like, I'm glad it's one of those industries. Oh, yeah. Because, honestly, like, that's what keeps me going and gives me a bit of hope is knowing that any of the appraisals that you could have done, anyone that you're talking to, anyone that you drop shit off to, anyone that you've even door knocked and left them something six months ago, like you, they could literally just call you at any moment. Well, that, yeah, because that appraisal came from ages back and that was not even in our like our patch they're investors and i was door knocking in another suburb just happened to talk to them i just happened to ask that extra question i went down into their like little office area had a 15 minute conversation like yeah right well let's tee it up and then six months later here we are so actually it's more than six months that was back in january so yeah man it's been a while but um yeah, um, it's hard because it it really does. It bakes the noodle, hey. Oh. You're sitting there and it can feel like an absolute minefield. And there's so much that, like, especially if you are impatient, that you really want to see happen now but just won't. No matter how hard you want it to, you just have to keep going. Yeah, it's definitely a people industry and revolve around people way too much to the point where you have you don't have any control over anything yeah 
it, that's what's probably troubling in this industry is that <clears throat> you don't have any control over anything. You feel like you do, but you don't. Well, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you, you don't have any control. And what was the other one? It's all, it's also like a test of your own like mental capacity. <laughs> your own it's world. a mental game, eh? No, yeah, like, like almost like a competitive sport. Uh, now that I'm th- or, or like, because obviously I compete. Half of the half of the ability to get up on stage isn't about bloody doing the workouts. It isn't about knowing what to eat. It's actually following through and then doing it every fucking day, every single goddamn day. And then, like, if there's a block of chocolate sitting me sitting right next to me, I'm starving, right? And you think, oh, I'll just have one piece of chocolate. No, no, you have one piece of chocolate. It might not actually make a difference, but mentally it does. And that one block can turn into four. And then tomorrow you'll be like, oh, I'll just have a whole, I'll have a whole block instead. Um, but it's the same with real estate. As soon as you go, you know what? I'll take the easy route. I'll stop working. You, you're done. <laughs> it doesn't take yeah. long for the pipeline to run dry or. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, oh, it does not take long at all, but. No, I'm hopeful. I know that something will come through eventually. I just, obviously, as the, like I'm in the co-agent role, but I'm still on a salary working for Reese. So ideally, I do like to bring in, you know, quite a bit. And I'm in, a, I'm in a dry spell, I'll be real with you. Not just in appraisals, but my listing's coming through, which is absolutely killing me. Well, and see, these are the times when you just have to keep going and doing the door knocks and keep doing the calls, all the new stuff. The fresh stuff. Mm. Yeah. It can feel so unrewarding, but at some point it will come through. It will come through. Now, I was going to ask you something. Mm. Mm. Boring, I've forgotten. What was the question? That is the question. It's it's crossed. It's, it's gone straight through the mind, but yeah. So, in that case... What, do you think this was a positive sort of podcast, people? Where, where are we at? I feel like this <laughs> we, one was pretty raw. We come in, we come in wanting to be, you know, like. I want to pump it. your tires, but at the same time, I haven't I know, got too much pump. positive to report. I'll be completely honest. <clears throat> no, okay. So this is this is where I'm talking about reducing the negativity, right? So you know what? We're still going. We're still going. We're still in the job. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We're still in the job. Like we're still doing this. Mm, which you're is right. Actually, which is better than not doing this. And we're also, while there are times where it's really hard, we're not giving up. So, no, I had a time that you just got going through. But I, um, my goals for the rest of the week, honestly, man, is I believe. That is what the man, the myth, the legend Bradley Stubbs would say. Is hope is a weak word, Byron. Is I, I was waiting for the <laughs> hope is a weak word. Yeah, hope is a weak word. You want to believe, but I believe that something shall come through at some point this week. I'm almost. I'll. Oh, one quick thing on this guy, though, Byron. Quickly. Yes. I don't want to talk about him too much because people listening that have no idea who he is might be like, shut the fuck up, Liam. But this guy is so confident in his ability that he literally swore to cut his pinky finger off if the Roosters didn't win the grand final. I'm serious. <laughs> him that's and- easy to say after the fact. 
No. It was before. He also went on the radio last week. It's recorded. It's pre-recorded and said that the Roosters would win by 70-plus points. And they did. Oh, the Tigers scored one try that made it not 70, but they scored 72 points. I... Uh, I'm serious. <laughs> he went on the radio at about t- Tuesday. All right, someone please verify it. Verify it. Send it through to the pro- prospecting the prospected uh, uh, email address. No, so we don't <laughs> he, he, I could go on about this guy for a but it's the, the science of belief. The, you've got to look him up to believe it. But this guy is carrying me through the week. I can tell you, anyone that's struggling and needs a pick me up, like a mindset guy. I'll be honest. When you look him up, you kind of you kind of think he's a bit you know a bit too full on. You kind of don't believe some of the stuff he says, but he has testimonials from every single person he's worked with, and not one of them have a bad thing to say. You know what? I, I was just thinking about it. Why am I so ready to shit on this? If it's helping, who cares? Good. <laughs> that's good. If it helps, fucking do it. But but that's what I, anyone that's in like a negative mindset at the moment is find this guy or find somebody that's like a mindset mentor, even like Matt Steinway or something, and just try and fix the mindset because I reckon in this industry, like I can come away this afternoon laughing and I know that tomorrow something better will probably happen than it did today. And that's from, you know, watching these people and knowing that there's been like it's something's got to happen. Amen. So if anyone is struggling, turn him on, turn anyone else on, and turn yourself on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about just do that in private, though? Like, maybe in public. But what's what's on your goal list for the week, Byron? Mate, I... Just quickly, how do you you battle the mindset? How do you keep... Because you're a pretty positive dude, and sometimes you're down in the dumps, but it's not always... No, I, I, I've been, I'm, I'm journaling still, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, as I said, I'm trying to just mellow it out. I, it's real hard to explain how I go about compartmentalizing stuff. Um, but I'm trying to do it in a healthier way where I'm not just pushing stuff down. I, I'm seeing it. I'm looking at it. I'm acknowledging it. And I'm saying, you know what? It's okay. I'm just saying it's okay. And I keep moving forward. So that I don't have anything else apart from that at this point in time. Um, and I'll be real, like real quick. I, I've probably been in the worst space that I have been mentally for a while. Um, but at the same time, I don't think many people, maybe apart from yourself, would actually be able to pick up on that. Mm. And, and um, But it's not because of work. I've got to make that really clear. Like actually work is probably one of the few things that lets me hold stuff together. Because it is so, you need to be so focused and so switched on with it that it does give me something else to sort of look at. But I mean, I don't know, I just tell myself it's okay and then <laughs> keep moving forward. Gym helps. Gym definitely helps. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's my answer. One thing I do is guided meditation every mm-hmm. night. My brain does not stop. Like, it's actually a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like OCD. Like, we've, we've gone through this. But, um, yeah, guided meditation. Because I'll lay down in bed and go, oh, my God, you didn't call this guy. You haven't called this guy no. in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. He's going to list with another agent. Or oh, this buyer 
oh, you're not going to sell this property. This pro, you know, you're going to lose this. Like, <laughs> I will say, I don't, I hope this is the case for you. I I used to be a lot more like that when I was younger. Mm. I swear, as I'm getting older, that gets easier. It's not as bad. I'm I'm learning to control. Guided meditation for night is probably the best because I've had nights where I'm laying there. And I'll put my phone down at 10 o'clock. Like, that's my time. Where I, I, it's like 10 o'clock. I get a notification, bedtime. Yep. And I'll lay there. And it and I've been thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And I'm like, oh, it's probably been 15 minutes. It's been an hour and a half. And I've literally just been laying there, replaying the same thing over and over, whether it's work, personal, anything. Even a conversation with somebody I had that day. But Okay, so if, we've got that Stubbs guy. We've got guided meditation. We've got journaling and telling yourself it's okay. There's some tips. There we go. And expect to win. Yes. Expect to win. Expect to win. Even if you, even if the, the, you know, the cards are down. If all else fails, just remember Ivor. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Ivor? (laughs) No, I think because you talked about him today. <laughs> I'm not finishing it. If you uh, have any good Ivan jokes, you can fill in the blank yourself. <laughs> now, one quick thing, actually, I, I people may how far, how, how many times? Oh, I don't know if I can. If you've got a lead on somebody selling, oh, I can't. <laughs> if you have a lead on somebody selling, yeah. How many times do you ask? How many times? How many times can you? Without being a pest, what's your number of calls or door knocks until they're like that? You're like, all right, it's gone. It's hard because I feel like the rational person answer and the normal society person answer is like two. Yeah, but in real estate, it has to be until they tell you to piss off. Yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. Like for anyone, for anyone listening, that's why we fucking do this <laughs> podcast. Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> but. What I've started to notice is, and and a few, it's happened to me a few times this week and last week, where I get a phone call, and if I'm already on the phone or I'm busy, I forget that I've even had that that somebody's even called or texted me. Yeah. So what I've really started, but I have called people like five times over three days, and then they answer and they go, "Hey, Jerry," and then you say, "Oh, it's Liam from Melbourne." They go, "Oh, hey, how are you?" <laughs> and you're you're sitting there for reaching out and they're gonna abuse you for calling. Most of them don't even realise. That's correct. Yeah. So I that's think, a little tip. Yeah, I think yeah, that that one should be nice and simple, right? Just um unfortunately it comes with the territory. Real estate, you don't get a, a choice. It's until they either what is it? What what was it the one from um Wolf of Wall Street? Until they buy or effing die. Oh, I like that. Now, Buy, sell, or die. Yeah, well, that maybe we won't go that far, but I don't even know why I beat myself out with the F. I've been swearing all night, and then all of a sudden I decide to grow a conscience. Anyway, it's because the viewers at home, you don't, you want to keep it kid friendly. I do, right at the end of the podcast. It is 8 25 p.m. on a Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen. You have been listening to Prospected. Prospecting. Oh, I remember the old damn podcast name. But that's because we're already getting prospected, Liam. We are, we are the greatest of all time. Fucking oath we are. Bloody all right. Well, I'm sure you and me will talk at fucking 6.30 in the morning. So Yep. And I'm sure we'll have at least 10 listeners to this podcast. So thank you for tuning in. At a fucking maximum. That's probably max. <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Love you.